0: Welcome back to the Beautifully Built Show. I'm your host, Melissa Impet, and I just wrapped up another interview with this beautiful babe named Madeline. And I seriously didn't want this interview to end. We are totally on the same wavelength and we just flowed this entire episode. You guys, she loves weightlifting just as much as I do. She loves helping get people over their fears and crush the limiting beliefs holding them back from what it is that they truly desire. I just felt so connected to Madeline. This episode is incredible. So whatever it is you're doing right now, whether you're in the car, meal prepping, maybe you're in the shower right now, Tune into this because seriously, there's so many powerful messages that you're going to take away from this episode. So make sure you follow Madeline on Instagram, stay connected with her because she is definitely on the rise. And I'm so grateful that she came here to share a little bit of her heart with us on the Beautifully Built podcast. So introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about yourself. All
1: right. So I'm Madeline. I am a in-person and online trainer. Um, I recently got certified as a strength and conditioning coach through NSCA. Mm -hmm. And I also recently just went full-time as an online coach. I still take in-person clients in my little um, at-home gym. It's in my garage, but I am, thank you. And, but I'm definitely um, moving towards being completely full-time online so that I can really um, help more women across the world kind of learn about strength training and how beneficial it is and also kind of stop the dieting culture. That's kind of my thing. Um, yes, I love you. <laughs> yes. I'm like dieting. strength
0: training and stop the dieting culture. I love you already.
1: hundred <laughs> percent. Yes. I think that women are so focused on um, trying to shrink themselves instead of Trying to just make themselves healthier. And yeah. so, my message is really trying, just trying to get women to, to realize that the gym doesn't have to be extreme. Your diet doesn't have to be extreme. And you really just got to start from within if you want to make changes in your life. Yes,
0: that's awesome. What an awesome Thank you. mission. <laughs> it's Thank so you. exciting. Thank and you. it's so true. The online world is like magical. It's just, it's so much easier to be in more people's life when you're online.
1: 100%. It's crazy. Um, I, beforehand I was like I'm only gonna have like people from the U.S. reaching out to me and like just in the last couple weeks it's been like there's these girls from London and then girls from like Australia and I'm like whoa it's insane how many people you can actually reach and you, you're not even like you don't even think you can reach that far and then they're like I found you you yeah. Instagram and you're like whoa yeah.
0: And the other thing that I've noticed that I absolutely love is I'm just, I'm always, I'm always a learner. I love learning all the time. And I feel like just because I'm in a coach position doesn't mean that I can't learn from the other person too. So meeting people from different countries is such an awesome opportunity to like learn about the style going on in their country as well. No, yeah, hundred percent. I have
1: actually a client who lives in the UK and Mm -hmm. just even... the way she sees things is yeah. completely different and the way she says things like i have to give her different cues i she's an online client obviously yeah.
0: Yeah, obviously just uh, taking a quick trip to the uk okay. once
1: a week <laughs> <laughs> yeah that'd be a little little far um but uh, so different cues to help her feel the exercise and where obviously where so she gets mm-hmm. the most benefit out of the workout yeah. um i've had to learn that and it's 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 really cool I, i'm really happy. I'm talking to another person who has like the learner's mindset. Yeah. I always, for a long time, I was kind of scared to admit that I still have more to learn. Mm. But I think once you start actually admitting that as a coach, we are always learning. Like you still have more to learn. People are more attracted to you and are like, okay, so she actually is relatable. She's a human, et cetera. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's amazing to remember that, you know, you just have to be a few steps ahead of the client that you're working exactly. with, and you don't have to be an expert, and and you know you can figure stuff out as you go, and and that's so true. It's like a limiting belief that gets a lot of people. They're like, oh my gosh, like ah, I'm so freaked out, but it's so true. You can still be such a monumental aspect in someone's life.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. I that's something I struggled with in the beginning so much. It's like I came out of college with a four year degree in exercise science, and I still felt. And you like, still, oh my gosh. Anything like I don't know anything. I can't teach people this. Blah, blah blah, and it's like, it's it's just that imposter syndrome too. It's the like,
0: imposter syndrome. Who am
1: I? Who am I to try and say that I'm I can teach you this? But yeah, that's kind of been the biggest shift too in my business now. Is I realize all you do, you have to only be a couple steps ahead of these women. Yeah. like, and you have. I have you and I both, we both have so much more knowledge than we even know. Yes. Like, and I've kind of realized that over the last week um, with my free challenge I'm running, it's a home workout challenge. Um, the questions they're asking me, it's just like something that seems like such common sense to me. Um, yeah. It's not common sense. Yeah. to people. So anybody out there, fitness professionals struggling with imposter syndrome or like feeling like uh, you're not smart enough to lead someone through a transformation, cut those fears out. Yeah. you totally You'd be not surprised.
0: true. Yeah. You'd be surprised. And it's amazing how many people just really need support. They just really Mm -hmm. need someone who believes in them more than they believe in their self. And I think that's my favorite part of coaching. I love having the power to believe in somebody more than they do at the moment. Right.
1: Do you agree with that? that. Yes. Totally.
0: It's It's, it's so fulfilling. It really is. I know. It's even just,
1: it's funny because like I, you'd think sometimes I feel like I'm not giving enough to my clients but they're like, you're giving me everything. All I want is someone to talk to. And I'm yeah, like, wow, there there. <laughs> seriously. Like yeah. someone to talk to who has been through what I've been through. And yeah, it's, yeah, it's Especially because I'm
0: sure a few of you listening right now don't have much support around you, you know, especially if you're the only one in your household who's on a mission to try to get healthier and stronger. It's, it's hard if you're alone, but you don't have to be alone with the online space. And that's the most exciting part
1: no yeah girls go girls and boys uh i'm sure there's multiple genders listening yeah there's a couple go. guys mainly girls here we <laughs> mainly sure.
0: mainly a tribe of girls here but hey that's my favorite
1: <laughs> yes go branch online find the person uh, that you can connect with because you'll you'll feel less alone even just having one person in your corner even if you don't hire a coach i always say that like even just finding a community online it's, it's seriously awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about how you got into this lifestyle in the first place. Were you big into fitness your whole life or how did you kind of start going down this path? Because it's clearly where you're meant to be. Yes. Okay. So
1: some people start fitness just uh, in a positive way, but I kind of was on the side where fitness, um, I used fitness as a way to try and change myself, uh, Mm -hmm. because I did not like myself. I'm sure a lot of people can relate there. (laughs) Yes. Um, so, uh, when I was like 10 or 11 years old, that's when I first started being kind of very self-conscious about my body. And it was triggered by my grandma kind of telling me, um, oh, don't get too chubby now. Like, mm-hmm, And yes. from there, that's when I kind of started developing. I had an undiagnosed eating disorder um, where I would starve myself and binge, the typical mm-hmm. binge eating disorder. Oh, I have um,
0: chills right now. This just feels so real. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um,
1: so fitness really started for me as something very negative. It was like, okay, I have to do this. Otherwise, I'm going to be fat and ugly for the rest of my life. Oh my and gosh. for a long time, it was that's kind of what it was I went yeah. through a lot of uh starving myself uh over exercising then eating all the food and it it was always an end game in my mind where I was like trying to get to the end okay fine one day I'll figure it out and get skinny like yes. and it was always like get skinny I always wanted to be skinny yes. be skinny skinny, skinny, skinny. Oh yes oh
0: my gosh so. you're like speaking right to my soul <laughs> and so true like I'll be happy when mm-hmm I'll, I'll be, be happy, happy when I'm skinny. I'll be happy when those pants fit me. And it's like. Oh,
1: exactly. And the, the, I think I, I mean, I said in the beginning, like my mission is like to try and help women realize that it's this physical transformation that you're looking for isn't what's going to give you the happiness because six years later down the road, if we're going back to my fitness journey, I finally got, I finally got the self, the self-discipline, the willpower to like cut out all my favorite foods and be on the cardio machines constantly. And I was lifting weights. So I've lifted weights since the mm. beginning. Yeah, <laughs> um, I finally got the, the willpower or whatever. And I got down and lost a ton of weight and looked so good, but I still hated myself.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's where I tell all my clients too, like, you have to love yourself now. And I know it's really hard to love yourself now and look at yourself in the mirror and say, you know what? I love this body. Uh, at the state it's in, especially since you want to look better. Like you've gotten to a point where uh, I'm a little bit overweight. I want to kind of change my body, but you still have to love it for all the things it's done for you that aren't physical.
0: Well, I love like actually breaking down for some people who are like in this place where they're having a hard time loving and appreciating their body. I love like yeah. breaking down the fact that like, do you ever actually sit there and think about how many things are going on inside of your body while you're just sitting like your nails are always growing your hair's growing your body's like producing saliva there's so much going on within your body yeah wow i to be
1: honest i didn't even i when I think of all the things my body does, I think of like, oh, it's given me the ability to write with this pencil, yeah. or it's given me the ability to just get up out of bed. Some people can't do that. But mm-hmm. hearing the whole nails are growing, yeah. like producing it's that's really another, that's another really cool way. So I really like that. I'm like,
0: such a loser. Like I'm like, <laughs> I'm like what the heck? I just shaved my legs two days ago. What the hell? <laughs> that's it.
1: But that's a good one too. It's just realizing all like these little things your body's doing for you. Um, mm. and it also realizing that and then realizing like there's a lot of things that you could do for your body too to make it feel better and to make mm-hmm. your mind feel better etc and that's mm-hmm. where implementing the exercising on a normal basis and eating well to make you feel better comes in as well so it's mm-hmm. like your body does all this for you you also have to do something for it to make yeah. it feel better yeah so so that's kind of how fitness got into my life obviously I'm in a place now I'm 23 years old. So it's been what, 13 years. My journey was 13 years and it wasn't until three years ago or three and a half years ago. It was my junior year in college. So I'm, I'm two years graduated. So three and a half years ago, um, that I finally, um, I got on the scale like right before my 21st birthday, and I had gained like 30 pounds because I find I like had said "f it" like because I restricted for so long. That's kind of what my thing was. Yeah, Yeah.
0: restricting yourself wears on you. Mm
1: -hmm. Restricting and then. Every, a lot of these, a lot of women have the same issue. They'll restrict, and then on the weekends or the nights, they'll eat a ton, and then feel like crap, and be like, "What the heck? I'm doing everything right." And be like um, so
0: negative towards themselves because they screwed exactly. up, and yeah, yep. And just it just ends up going cycle.
1: In a vicious cycle. Exactly. Yeah. I'm always talking about the vicious cycle. It's like this all or nothing mindset. But anyways, I ended up after I lost all my weight when I went to college, I gained it all back because obviously I wasn't learning healthy habits. I was just yeah. learning how to cut foods out. Um, yeah. And I kind of just said, "F it." I'm meant to be big forever. Um, and then I, I, on my 21st birthday, I got on the scale and I had gained like 30 pounds. And I finally was like, "You know what? I'm so tired of looking at myself and not liking what I see in the mirror. Um, I'm so tired of going through this vicious cycle. Uh, I'm ready to make this a life. So I'm ready to stop looking at this like an end game. Like." Okay, I'll only work out for the next twelve weeks. See where it gets me, and then thinking I'll never have to exercise again um, after that. Once I get to my goal, because that was like always my mindset. It's like mm-hmm. it's an end game. Like I'll do this for a certain amount of time, and then I won't have to do it again once I get to my
0: mm-hmm. yeah, whatever my look. We don't even realize like. that it's a whole lifestyle. So I have an interesting yeah. question that I've never asked anybody. Okay, what was what was your group of friends like? Oh, uh,
1: my group of friends were all actually these really small, slender people. Isn't I was that always, interesting?
0: Me too. Yep.
1: Yep. I was always the big boned. Um, yep. I'm also, I'm only five, two, um, five, two. And I'm a very muscular female. Yeah. So I was always known as the bigger girl. I'm just like, that's just how you're meant to be. Obviously when I had more layers of fat on me too, I looked bigger. Like, Yeah. Um, but yeah, all of my friends, my best friend is six, one. Wow. And, like beautiful. Blonde hair, blue, kind of like Melissa, blonde hair.
0: <laughs> I, I wish like, I was six when I'm five, three. <laughs> but <yeah.
1: laughs> so, so, but she had like, she was like the girl next door at our high school. Oh, she was man. like, the, yeah, I mean, I, I love her. She's still my best friend. But yeah. she was, she was also always talking about how she could be smaller.
0: Yeah. So I think it's so so interesting to think about like the people that you're surrounding yourself with, because it's so true. Like in those developmental years when you're younger and you're constantly surrounded by your friends and it's like, you almost feel like you don't fit in in a way because yeah. So that's totally how I was too. I was like looking at all these girls and I'm like, we're getting ready to like go out or something. And they all look so amazing in their clothes. And I'm like, my muffin tops hanging out over and, and I felt like I wasn't good enough because of it. 100% 100% and it's
1: it's sad too because like the, my friends were never like oh like you're they never said I was the bigger girl yeah. that was like other people my friends were always like you're Madeline you look fine like don't yeah. worry about yeah, it you look, like, fine. Like, yeah. you're um, like really look fine yeah great because <laughs> I really want to look fine I'm like all right but <laughs> I always say it's like my friend I would it's it's shitty too sorry shitty Can I say no that's shitty? fine we okay. Work all the time. <laughs> okay um i always say it's funny cuz I, I would look at them and they'd be like, like eating bags of chips and then cupcake blah blah and then i'd i'd look at the chips and gain 5 pounds <laughs> so wake I, up and I, see I, it on
0: your thigh in the morning <laughs>
1: exactly it was <laughs> but yes the my surrounding wasn't they, they weren't, they weren't, women then looked like me. That's for yeah. sure. I looked completely different. I, so interesting I was, to think about. Yeah, your environment. It's,
0: it's really interesting to like look back on past and see how like a lot of the pieces of the puzzle fit together.
1: Especially now as like, I know you're into personal development as well. Yeah. You look back at all these parts of your life like, wow, that's where that's I got where this me. mindset. That's where I got this limiting belief. Yep. That's where I uh, thought that, uh, fitness was going to do that. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like there's little things that yeah, it you realize.
0: Really, so how, so what would you say that like fitness has, how has fitness like greatly impacted your life? So fitness has impacted my life because,
1: um, I'd say it kind of just, so it was really, it wasn't even, I wouldn't say it's, I guess fitness is the umbrella, but like strength training is where it really turned into. Yes.
0: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Strength training is
0: where it. Do you hear that?
1: Everybody listening? (laughs) Strength training is the way to go. The way to
0: go. Period.
1: (laughs) It really, strength training started giving me, uh, it just gave me this sense of empowerment, strength. Um, it gave me mental and physical strength that I was like, wow, this is so great. Like, Some ladies in the audience may be able to relate. Some may not because they're still on the fence of whether they should lift weights. Um, but there's no feeling that compares to, um, the progression you you see when you start picking up heavier weights and like, I am like, I love deadlifting and that's like kind of where I feel the most powerful. And it's like picking up this heavy weight and, just the, the feelings that come across you it's kind of like this rush throughout your entire body um and that's where i started to feel the empowerment and i was like wow this is impacting my life like and then the more i kept doing it the the stronger i kept getting um the more physically strong i kept getting the more mentally strong i also got and it kind of just became a release for me
0: it yeah, became it's, like I mean, it's, how much it connects like without us even realizing it
1: mm-hmm and it becomes like your therapy and i i it I know it's hard for some ladies to think of working out as their therapy because they correlate working out to like torture. Yeah. Um, like there is some people, there's some people that just don't like exercising. Yeah. But I think I personally think that's because they haven't found the type what, of exercise yeah, that they, they love. love. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. some people, some women force themselves into doing hours and hours of cardio, thinking that that's. No thanks.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <No> thanks. <laughs> I am a strict. Walker, yeah, like yeah. I'm a walk. Put me on an incline and I'll go all day. Exactly. Just, yeah. just walk and respond
1: yeah. to all my IG comments. There you go. <laughs> yes.
0: That's my idea of cardio too.
1: Yeah, but yeah. that's kind of the biggest impact to how my life it.
0: Do you agree? Do you agree too? I think that one of the reasons why people say that they don't like to exercise is a because they haven't found what's right for them, but b they also haven't found the right environment because gyms have very different cultures and you have to find the gym that fits you and if you're walking into a gym where you're so intimidated that you're miserable then that's not the fit for you but when you find your gym it's like you want to be there in your spare time
1: no yeah 100 percent. i would say too that though environment of the gym is very important i think that you should find like finding your gym also is helpful i think a lot of women are just intimidated in general by the gym and by Mm. weights. Um, And I think something like a group class uh, is super helpful for that. Mm. Um, That's like a good intro into working out around people, doing an exercise that you're not comfortable with um, and getting the experience and then feeling a little bit more confident to get in there. Like I'll give you an example. I, I, when I first started coaching, I was a group coach. Um, Mm -hmm. I still actually do group once a week um, Mm -hmm. just for fun. And a lot of the women come to me and they're like, this is like the perfect start. Now I feel like I can go into the weight room at the gym, like no matter what gym it is, though, though the environment of the gym is important and the people there, like if they're like staring at you the whole time, like that's not, obviously that's not fun. Um, But yeah, group classes are super awesome for getting you into uh, resistance training, I'd say. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. I also I always I always just tell my people pull up your damn big girl panties because <laughs> That's seriously That's a tough love. Once sure. you freaking get in there for a week, you're gonna notice the difference. And 100%. for me, like when my headphones go on, everything else gets tuned out, and I don't even care if someone's staring at me. Cool, <laughs> yeah. take a picture. It lasts longer. <laughs> you know what, you know I, what think, I mean? A hundred percent. I think it's so worth getting over that fear holding you back.
1: It really is. I. Um, I think a lot of women are just there's this thing in psychology called the spotlight effect. Everybody thinks mm-hmm. they're, that you're looking at. Yes. I'm looking at you. Like to be honest, we're being tough love here. Like, trust me, they don't care that much about you. They're more yeah. they're more into the way they look in that friggin' mirror, especially yeah. the dudes. A lot especially of especially the clients, dudes. Yeah, yeah. A lot of my clients are like, oh, the dudes are looking at me. I'm like, they're not. Trust me, they're like looking at themselves doing bicep curls. Yeah, it's <laughs> so true.
0: Yeah. And then I think another thing that holds back a lot of women especially is kind of like this fear to ask for help. You know, like just ask for help. And this is easier said than done because it took me a long time to figure it out. But if you're freaked out because your form's not right, or you don't know how to adjust this machine, turn around to the person next to you and just freaking ask. You know, yeah. like let that ego down and just ask because no one's going to be like, well, the fuck, I'm not helping you. Like they're going to help you. Exactly. And
1: yeah, especially if their form looks good or like it looks yeah. kind of right, you yeah. might as well ask
0: because you don't want to hurt yourself. Like, yeah. And you're and- going to learn. Why not learn a little bit? Exactly. Maybe you'll make
1: a new friend, you know? That. And yeah, that's kind of, I'm like at a new gym right now, actually, because I I, I I go to crunch. <laughs> Oh, do it's you? Which yeah, one? I'm in San Marcos, okay, in San Diego County. So it's a little bit north. Um, yeah, up, you mm-hmm. said so you go to
0: the gym, right? It's a little bit well, north. I have been stacking up my gym memberships because that's what yeah. I do. I like to gym hop, but yeah, um, I was also I'm going to the EOS in Point Loma too. Oh, yep, I know. Yeah, that. but I love Crunch. When I was in Boston, I was at Crunch. <laughs> yeah, Crunch has a really good platform yeah. for like squatting and deadlifting. Yeah. Things,
1: yeah, but been, I'm new at my gym and I like am like dying for like to make friends. And I'm actually, it's funny now that I'm saying, I'm like, I
0: should just go up and say
1: hi to someone yeah, and like, help
0: someone. But <laughs> channel, channel your inner sunny all my friends whenever they're with me they're like what the fuck because i literally <laughs> talk to everybody really so you I, just go all right well there's my little lesson one here. of my <laughs> friends was here visiting uh, a couple weekends ago and we went out. i've never been out in san diego yet because i don't really go out much but we went to the gas lamp district oh
1: nice
0: and yep. she was laughing at me because we'd be walking down the street and i'd like say hi to someone and i'd end up leaving with their instagram and he's like what
1: the <laughs> that <heck>? is funny <laughs> That's funny. I'm like a, I'll smile at you yeah. and see if you want to say hi to me. I, I can talk, but I just yeah. like, sometimes I'm like, uh, but that's, that's awesome. Yeah. I, need, I need to be more like that, especially yeah. at the gym because I go to the gym and I'm same as you. I put my headphones in or I don't have headphones and I'm just like focused on my workout. Yeah. Fine, obviously, I want to
0: get it. Yeah. I, I definitely have my different moods. Some, yeah. moods I'm like some moods I'm yeah. like focus, some moods I'm kind of like do do do.
1: Yeah, I'm like a, always like a, I want to get in there, get mm-hmm. my shit done, and then go because I have like clients to train. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But right, I do have noticed like lately, like people are just like looking at me and like, I'm like, I should probably say hi to you. Like I see you every morning. Yeah. Like you yeah. should like talk and. Oh, yeah, so, you yeah. totally should.
0: That's will be happy.
1: That's my, there, There's my little uh, goal for tomorrow. I'll go yes. and I'll say hi
0: to someone. Perfect.
1: Yeah. I'm like, and I'll be a coach.
0: Hit me up and tell me how it goes. Keep me accountable. (laughs) You know,
1: I will ask you since, uh, I I guess I kind of, I want to know from multiple people. I've wanted to know how do you like to be best approached if you, like, I was listening to one of your other podcast episodes with your, uh, one of your friends as personal trainer. Um, and she was talking about, I love when people just reach out to me and are like, here, you should fix this so I can learn. But like, to me, I feel like a lot of women, the some women are so on the defense and they're like scared to be taught by another woman. Yeah. So like, I've seen so many women at my gym who are like really struggling with their form. Like I can tell, I mean, I've been doing this for a while, so I, I know they're struggling and I just don't know how to approach them without approach them feeling them. like I'm trying to be this know-it-all that, yeah. you know what oh, I mean? Oh, I
0: totally feel that. Yeah.
1: yeah. I'm, yeah, like, so. curious. Do you have, have, do you have any – have you done it before or do you yeah. feel like – Oh, yeah.
0: I actually I, – if I'm not in, like, the focus mode, I will do it. I'll, like – I will, like, help people. And it is kind of weird. Some people accept it and some people are, like, what the fuck are you coming over here for? Um, but <laughs> I'm really big on compliments, I think it's yeah. a really easy way to kind of like break the ice and start a conversation and, you know, show that like I'm, I'm, I have good intention. Yeah. So I'm like really big on complimenting or um, even like complimenting the exercise. Okay. So like, so say someone is like deadlifts. <laughs> you, people are always struggling with yeah. deadlifts. Yeah, they are. <laughs> and so like if someone's deadlifting and you see them struggling, I personally would approach and I'd be like, oh my gosh, I love to deadlift. It's one of my favorite yeah. exercises. It's changed my body so much. And then kind of start the conversation from there. And then maybe I'd be like, this is what I do. And it works really well for me. Nice. And then be able to kind of like show them like that. So All
1: right. you have to try that. Go. Learning things on this podcast too. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah but it, it, is, it is hard because some people do have kind of like that strong ego. And mm-hmm. it's like...
1: That, and that, I think a lot of women too, mm-hmm. they're afraid to ask for help. Mm-hmm. And then they even though they need it, they like don't want to take it. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah. So if you, yeah. For all of you guys listening in right now, try to sh- try to shift your mindset a little bit and be looking for, for help from anyone that you meet or anyone that's willing to, to offer help because it's only going to help you get to where you want to be faster. And that's what I always remind myself. Whenever I'm working, I try to be a very coachable person. So whenever I am working with a coach or a mentor, I always remember that they're trying to help me get to where I want to be faster. Yeah, 100%. That's why I always say if you, if you want to get
1: uh, results uh, quicker, hire a coach. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Seriously! <laughs> like, oh my gosh! Please, please listen to that advice. I wish I listened to that advice. It wouldn't have yeah. taken me nearly as long to figure out my nutrition if I just got over myself. No, yeah, listen to me. I mean, I just, it was thir- mine was a thirteen year long <laughs> <Yeah>. journey, <laughs> like thirteen years. Then when I was thirteen and years, like, and then yeah. you work with a coach for six months, and you're like, damn it! <laughs> yeah, you get results like. Your booty's growing, your
1: muscles are growing. It's like, wow, I should have done this before.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: People don't like investing in themselves. They're scared to invest. They're scared to ask for help, like we said. And but I will tell you guys out there, like hiring a coach is the best thing I ever did. And every single client of mine says the same thing. Oh my God, I wish I would have found you quicker, or I wish I would have been more open to investing in a coach sooner.
0: Yeah, spending money is scary. That's another scary thing going along with weightlifting. People are really freaked out to spend money, but seriously, mm-hmm. spending money is going to hold you so accountable because yeah. you don't you want to take it seriously when you spend money and that's why when people hit me up about coaching and they think that they're going to get coached for free. It's like first of all, I put a lot of energy into what I do, so I I deserve yeah. to have that energy come back to me. But also, I charge people so that they take it seriously. Exactly. And it's like
1: at least you're spending money on something that's going to help you be a better person and yeah. like my my I'm always like what what is your mindset when they say like, "Oh, I like hate the way I look. I want to accomplish this goal but they don't want to put any work towards it they don't want to put any money towards it right they hate the way
0: they they look but they're gonna go spend five hundred dollars on vip and bottle service at the club
1: exactly (laughs) Like, yeah, it's like at least your money's going somewhere good and you're gonna get something out of this, yeah. So.
0: And then, oh, yeah, yes, I always tell people about the compound effect how things add up over time, right? You don't like mm-hmm. the way you fit, you feel right now, you don't like the way your clothes fit, but you're going to Starbucks every single day. And five dollars at Starbucks at the end of the year, mm-hmm. holy shit, you could have hired yourself a hell of a coach with that money. A hundred percent. My biggest objection
1: is. I just can't afford that right now. And yep. though I am very understanding of people, like some people just don't make enough money. Like it is a, a, like an indulgence kind of to spend money on a trainer,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but there are places where you can cut out um, money that you're spending to get yourself a coach. And I'm
0: like, get in your I, car and go drive for a Lyft. <laughs> Serious?
1: Right. Right. I mean, Uber, I don't, Lyft. <laughs> Exactly. It's like, I have a lot of people who it's, – it's funny because some of – when I first started, it was, like, a lot of friends reaching out to me, obviously, um, mm-hmm. for help. Looking and for they that wanna... free advice all the time. Exactly. It's mm-hmm. still, it still happens. I'm like, you guys, this is my business. Like, yeah. stop. <laughs> but uh, they, they'd be like, no, sorry, I can't spend – like, let's say – I do, like, uh, just write a training program for you for, like, 100 bucks a month, mm-hmm. let's say. Um, they'd be like, no, sorry, I can't afford that. Um, and then I see them, like, posting their new Gucci bag. Yeah. On Facebook, and I'm just like, so that bag was more valuable to you than hiring a coach, actually working towards uh, your goals that you supposedly want. Like,
0: how does that make it's sense? like so, that, the material is such a, it's such a quick fix. It's not, it's not it's that long term. Yeah. It's the instant gratification. Yeah. It's like, if you were to actually spend that same money and invest in a coach, you're changing your being, your soul is going to yeah. be changed. Your Yeah. Your, yeah. Your life changes. <laughs> yeah, I'm right now like in the process of applying for like this, this program that I'm thinking about doing and it's 10 grand. Oh, I just spent five grand. Yeah. I'm like, grand. ten grand. That- Ooh, I just Whoa. recently spent four grand on a coach and I finished wow. paying that off and that was the best experience ever. This podcast would not be a thing if it wasn't for the four grand that I spent on that my business great. coach. But ten grand, I'm like, whoo, I feel like I'm going back to college. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> right. right. No student loans for it. <laughs> Credit card. <laughs> yeah, right, seriously. But yeah, it, it really see- is. It's
1: it's powerful to the, to the audience. Like, mm-hmm. if you see, like, we're not just asking you to spend money on us. We spend money on ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like we go through the same process. Like listen to what Melissa said, like 10 K that's a mm-hmm. fuck ton of money. Like, yeah. and I and, just moved and, yeah, and, yeah, and we
0: just both went to pace to be brave. Which is we did. investment. Yeah. Yes. Go
1: Angie Lee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like we don't, we're not just asking you for your money. Like we also spend money on ourselves to make ourselves better. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, so, um, going off of like this whole working with a mentor, um, coach, what do you do for yourself to keep yourself fired up? Right. This idea of motivation, because some people believe in motivation, some people don't. So on your rough days, like, what are you doing to help yourself? What can advice can you give the listeners when they're just kind of like in a slump and they need to pull themselves out of it? This is a good question.
1: So I am one of those people who is on the fence about believing in motivation. Mm -hmm. I think it's, I don't, I guess even saying it now, I don't think I'm on the fence. I don't think I believe in motivation. I, I think motivations. So is, is another instance of, uh, immediate gratification. Like you want it right now. And then like, it goes away, it goes away so easily. So on your days where you're in a slump, um, those are the days where you need to go back to, um, you're in like your mindset, like figure out why you're in that slump. Think, really think about that. Yeah. Um, and do some inner work there. So my inner work is meditating and, um, reading a good book or listening to some chill hits with the candles. on. Do some type of inner work first. And then what I say to my clients is like, if you're really, really, really having a terrible day, just make one good decision. Just one good decision. Yeah. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, you can't say, oh, everything went bad today because you made that one good decision. Whether that one good decision was literally just drinking a glass of water instead of having whatever the Frappuccino you wanted from Starbucks. So when you are in a slump, do your inner work, like get your, try to get yourself pumped up to just make one better decision um, and go from there. And then once you start focusing on the small things instead of the big things. Like a lot of people have this all or nothing mindset where it's like, well, if I can't do 60 minutes in the gym today, if I can't, um, yep, it's not Mm -hmm. good enough. If I can't, um, make all my meals perfect, then, um, F it, I'm going to eat whatever I want. Like really get out of that all or nothing mindset, the extreme and start focusing on the small, small basics.
0: Yeah. That's such awesome advice. Yeah. I love just doing that. Like one little thing to make you happy Mm -hmm. to kind of, to kind of get yourself a little bit. I love I love listening to stuff. That's obviously why I have a podcast or YouTube yeah. or audiobook. It's it's amazing how listening to somebody else that's in a higher vibration pulls you up to that higher vibration. Oh,
1: 100%. Podcasts yeah. are my shit too. I didn't yeah. say that, but I love listening to podcasts. My favorite right now is Samantha Skelly.
0: Oh, yeah. Her, mm-hmm. She is.
1: She, freaking is. Amazing. she like she has this way of like helping you go deep but also like helping you see the positive side of like all the pain that you've gone through or whatever hard thing you're going through right now like trying to use that pain to find the joy yes like in that she she said at be Brave like um happiness happens at the intersection of pain and joy and it's like so true it's like
0: so true yeah Yeah, so so true Mm, I love that
1: yeah, I love yeah, that too.
0: You're not going to have a good day every day, period. Exactly. <laughs> you're just and not going to. Really, like,
1: learning how to recognize being aware of when you're having a bad day and what you can do to make it better is also a great way to keep yourself motivated to keep going and make those small decisions. So, like, I feel like the motivation talk I gave earlier kind of was like, well, people are like, that didn't really help me because I want to be like inspired to go to the gym all the time. But the truth is you're not going to be inspired to go to the gym all the time. Yeah. Like, it has to be a habit. Be, yeah. It, it becomes, yeah. You have to learn to make it a habit and kind of make non-negotiables for yourself too. Like mm-hmm. no matter what this week, I'm going three days a week. I'm going three days. So if you decide Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, that you don't want to go to the gym. All right. Well you got Thursday, Friday, Saturday, <laughs> yes. Sunday. Like still, you, there's four days in there. So you still get to take one day off. Yeah, yeah. So, like, Non-negotiables. That's what I work with my clients too. It's, mm-hmm. it's been super helpful for them. Yeah. yeah. Like
0: go. my, one of my non-negotiables is I'm drinking water every single day. I'm going to hit my water goal. That's like a non-negotiable for me because I know if I don't, it only makes me, it only makes my head hurt. You know? Right. Yeah. I thing
1: love thing. water. <laughs> I'm like doing this thing. I'm going to go. Where I uh, drink out of my glass mason jar, mason jar. And it's my, yeah, and nice. my uh, my steel
0: straw, and, yeah, like,
1: super hip,
0: yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> seriously, find something you like drinking out of; it might help you. There you go. I know that sounds so lame, but like
1: I, I'm True. truly like finding an air. Like if you're ha- if you're like I don't want to be at work, do something to make your work environment better if you don't want to be at the gym play a song you like mm-hmm. if you don't want to be at the gym only do a effective 20 to 30 minute workout like just stop with the whole I have to do this let go of the perfectionistic I like idea of everything not I'm just
0: everything. like lo- I'm in my glory right now that you're saying this because <laughs> I'm working on writing a book and oh. and yeah a big part that I've been focusing on right now is find the joy and whatever it is that you're doing awesome wow. whatever awesome. it is that you're doing like even the things that you hate find the joy find it because then it makes it that much better
1: exactly mm-hmm. i
0: love it girl oh my gosh that we, we could just the... keep talking forever
1: this is girl. so cool. <laughs> yeah I feel, I feel like we have a lot of the same values and a lot yeah. of like we i i get the whole like tough love from you yeah. but also like empathy and compassion mm-hmm. which is like that's how i coach in my programs. it's like yeah well, I'm going to be tough with you, but I'm also going to understand where you're coming from. Um, and I'm going to give you like the kick in the ass you need. Um, yeah. But I'm also here if you need to like cry. I'm yeah,
0: I'm here for <laughs> I'm here for you to lean on my shoulder when you need it. But at the same time, I'm not going to let you lean there for too long. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, well, yeah, because you have I mean, there has to be a point where you, you have to take personal responsibility. So like, true. I like in a coaching, I'll say this right now to the audience. If our little hire a coach thing got to you. <laughs> um, don't expect that coach to be like, um, don't expect the coach to do everything for you. It is yeah. a, it's not a one way street. It's a two way street. Okay. Mm-hmm. The coach can give you all the tools. If you don't implement them, you're not going to see results. I okay. tell my clients, like, uh, I take personal responsibility for giving you all the tools you need. You have to take personal responsibility for using those tools. Yeah. implementing
0: yep so accurate
1: Mm -hmm. yeah
0: the most important part same with like the personal development world. you can listen to all of these podcast episodes whenever all day long but if you just listen to them and you don't take any advice and you don't apply it you're gonna be sitting in the same spot you were yesterday
1: action Mm -hmm. take action and one thing i'm working on is taking messy action messy action doing it even
0: when you don't think you're ready just get to work
1: And, yeah, and because
0: you'll never be ready. <laughs> <laughs> no, you won't.
1: You're always going to have those doubts, and you're always going to be like, if we're going back to like getting in the gym for the first time or lifting weights, like you're always going to, you're going to be scared. But eventually it goes away the more you mm-hmm. practice it. It's like eventually, like people with bad body image, like there are days where you might not feel the greatest. But if you keep practicing um, what Melissa was saying, what, what I was saying is seeing all the things that your body does that isn't physical, isn't aesthetic. Like yeah. you'll start to, it'll, it'll start not being so present every day, like hating yourself and
0: stuff like that. Yeah. Like I'm at a place right now where I love my body and I appreciate my body so much, but some mornings I wake up and I'm like, ugh, I'm just yeah. not feeling, Oh, I'm just feeling kind of like bloated or just like frumpy. And, and, and I let that happen and I feel that and I feel it. And then the next day I'm back to normal. There you go. Yep. Mm-hmm. feeling really
1: feeling it too. Like feeling some people embraced. like, try, yeah, it, there's like an episode on Samantha's
0: podcast. where she That totally reminded to- me of her.
1: Oh, yeah. She yep. like it's just like being neutral to about how you feel about your body kind of mm-hmm. um, neutral in a sense that we're like, you don't have to super, super love your body at this time, but you shouldn't like completely, completely hate it too. Mm. like it's 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 kind of a hard concept to explain, but. Like like we said, there's days you wake up and you're just like, wow, I just don't feel my hottest today. <laughs> I look yeah. like trash. I don't know. Yeah. And there's <laughs> and nothing wrong like, with that as long wow. as you don't let it last a week. <laughs> exactly. Know? And yeah, like do something to make yourself feel a little bit better. Like, yeah. And um, if you wake up and you feel like a can of trash, like go – have a better breakfast you know what I mean like exactly I, yeah
0: the days when I'm waking up not feeling my best is not when I'm going and ordering a large pizza <laughs> that's <laughs> gonna turn into two large pizzas yeah and, exactly. soda and ice cream <laughs> yeah exactly oh man so where can everyone connect with you where can they find you hanging out so I am
1: mostly on Instagram. Um, yep. I'm at Instagram. Madeline Rose Fitness. Um, and then I'm also on Facebook, Madeline Rose Caracchini. I kind of just made my uh, Facebook profile like public completely. So it's like my friends from high school. But now I have a lot of people coming in from Instagram coming there. Um, and yeah, I also have my website. It's MadelineRoseFitness.com. So everything's very coherent and clear. Just Perfect. Madeline Rose Fitness. That's where you guys can find me. I love I uh, Instagram. I'm always on stories, like Mm -hmm. showing my meals, talking, doing like mini trainings on how, like basically giving you my coaching services, semi-free. Small, digestible, Mm -hmm. exactly. Very small, very digestible. Something Mm -hmm. easy to implement, quick and easy. That's my thing. So that's awesome. So I'm going to put all
0: of those links in the show notes too, so you guys can scroll down um, underneath the episode and find all the links there.
1: Yay! Yay! Yeah, I hope to hear from you guys. Just let me know. Say hey, we're doing the wishlist podcast.
0: (laughs) So before we wrap it up, what is one last piece of advice that you can leave everyone with? I know you've been dropping so much advice for everyone, but what what do you want people to leave with as they as this episode ends? Ladies,
1: stop chasing perfection. Mm -hmm. Stop chasing this ideal body. Start loving where you're at right now and start making one small decision every single day that's going to put you a step in the right direction if you Mm -hmm. take 10 steps back remember you can always start again with your let's say next meal next training session the next day okay so just it's a never-ending journey there's no end date here just keep on keeping on and yeah that's
0: my advice. <laughs> I seriously think that's like one of the really big things that I took away from this episode was the fact that you can't have that attitude where you're going to be happy when, mm-hmm. because I remember being so stuck in that. And I still find myself stuck in it sometimes, especially when it comes to business. Like, yeah. oh, I'll be happier when my bank account is bigger, uh-huh. or when, when you can see my abs better. Yeah, That's not a way to
1: live. It's no you gotta you gotta love the process you gotta you gotta start finding joy in the process and stop yeah being stop being happy when be happy now yeah happy Woo! I yeah. love that Woo! be happy now that's be the best thing
0: now. Yep. I love it. oh my gosh thank you so much for coming on it was such a blast oh chatting God. with you I love that that was yeah. so fun so I totally fun. want to come back yeah definitely we'll definitely have you back on and it's just it's so awesome and exciting the amazing people coming into my life through this podcast so I'm super appreciative that yeah. you were here to show up for me but you also showed up for all the listeners so thank yeah. you
1: Thank you so much. You're such, you're such a light girl. Oh, thank you. I love you. it. I love following it. Keep on going with this podcast. Thank it's awesome. You.
0: Was I right or what? That was such a phenomenal episode and I'm so grateful that you all tuned in. So thank you so much for listening. Can't wait to catch you in the next episode. Really take some time to think about what it would look like in your life if you were to commit and actually hire a coach. How would it help you get to where you want to be faster? We talked a lot about the benefit of working with a coach. So take some time, think about it, see how it can make a positive impact in your life. And I've already offered so many different style of coaching to you. So there are so many different coaches out there that might fit well for you and your lifestyle. So give it a little ponder, think about it for a little while and hit me up if you need any help deciding what type of coach would be best for you. You guys know where to find me on Instagram. My Instagram is a underscore healthy underscore attitude. Shoot me a message. We can chat more about it and I'll help set you up with the perfect coach. For you and your goals. So I love you guys so much. I appreciate you more than you even know, sending you so many good vibes and positivity. I will catch you on the next episode. Mwah.